Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Through the miracle of internet radio, the Never Say Impossible show offers a unique opportunity for the sharing of information and a unique opportunity to tell the world your story about your accomplishments, your passions, your products, and how you can be contacted. The show is designed to introduce you to new people who will inspire, motivate, and inform you of innovative ways to breathe new life into your goals and dreams. At NSI, anything is possible until you say it's not. Never Say Impossible Radio. I'm Myra, your host at NSI. We believe the sharing of information, ideas, and prosperity is what enriches society as a whole. We can change the world by supporting, respecting, and caring for one another. You can find us on Facebook.com forward slash Never Say Impossible Radio. Remember to like the page when you visit. Check out my website at MyraGoldick.com and sign up for my show announcements so you don't have to miss anything. And I'll send you a free chapter in one of my books. That took about 30 seconds. And I think that took too long. (laughs) But that's just me. Our topic today is LinkedIn magic. Social media has exploded all over the world. There are dozens of platforms to choose from. That is one of the biggest problems. There are so many that if you join them all, more than likely, you would not be able to competently manage all of them without a viral assistant. I think this is social media stuff that's confusing us all and adding to our impatience. One thing is very clear. The most professional social media platform in the world today is LinkedIn. It can really work magic for you if you know how to use it. Just like all the other platforms, LinkedIn is always changing the rules and how we use Well, actually, how we play the game to our advantage. Learning about LinkedIn is not something you do overnight. And it is highly recommended that you work with an expert who can teach you the ins and outs and how to make it work for you on a professional and financial level. Our guest today is Gary Kissel. He is a LinkedIn coach, speaker, workshop presenter, and mobile content strategist. For five years, Gary built a real estate business on LinkedIn. Even back then, LinkedIn was recognized as the world's number one business network. He used its search engine to find contact and engage with investors. Hmm, that's interesting. Some of those contacts bought, and some are still buying South Florida properties from Gary. Gary's passion is teaching. However, that is why he developed a coaching and speaking business. He loves to take the mystery out of using LinkedIn by showing professionals how to grow their businesses Beyond belief, sounds good to me, 
LinkedIn is a dynamic, evolving network, and Gary continues to learn new aspects about it all the time. Ah, sigh, that's the problem. Spend time with Gary, and he will show you how to discover unimagined opportunities via LinkedIn. Learn from an experienced user of LinkedIn that is actually making money from it. Welcome, Gary. Oh, thank you, Byron. It's a pleasure to be on. I'm a big admirer of yours. Oh, thank you, too. Okay, now that we both decided we admire each other, I'm going to pick your brains. <laughs> okay, please do. But you're not allowed to pick mine. <laughs> oh, we'll see about that. <laughs> okay. You know, first of all, I, I think what you're doing is a wonderful thing because we're all so busy as entrepreneurs and business owners and corporate people that learning all these platforms becomes a daunting task. So many people don't understand the LinkedIn protocol. I see it all the time. I'm reminded of it almost every single day. So let's assume someone is listening to this who's a newbie. I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you to tell us what who should be using LinkedIn and who should not be using it. Well, I've I've written some blogs uh, on LinkedIn uh, about how any any business or professional should uh, consider a LinkedIn profile uh, simply because it's a standard of credibility. Uh, it's grown uh, so magnificently. It's uh, you know, Myra, they're adding a million members every six days. It's just phenomenal growth. Uh, two people per second. So uh, in terms of your credibility, you want to have a profile on there because a new client is going to do what when they first hear about you? Well, they're going to Google you. And so they'll go to Google, and uh, if you have the profile optimized, it's going to be seen very prominently on Google, and then people can go and uh, read your LinkedIn profile and learn much more about you. So that's an important first step, I believe. Wow. Well, it's those statistics that you just mentioned blow my mind. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, they're, they're, on, they're, on, they're beyond belief. And you know, uh, additionally, there's groups on LinkedIn, over two million of them, and each week another eight thousand new groups are formed. It's just unbelievable growth. Well, I'm going to get to groups a little bit later because that's a very interesting concept. You mentioned something in your bio that really fascinates me that I think a lot of people don't understand. You Mm -hmm. said you use keywords Mm -hmm. to um, optimize your search to find the right clients. Can you explain that a little further? When I started, I left the corporate world. I wanted to build a real estate business, and as you mentioned, um, even then I was convinced that LinkedIn was the platform that I wanted to be on because it was professional, it was business. Uh, and there's also a wealthier clientele on LinkedIn. You know, the average income of a person on LinkedIn is uh, twice that of someone that's on Facebook or Twitter. So uh, there again is another reason to consider LinkedIn. Uh, but I use their search engine, which is very robust, and I simply typed in uh, keywords like investor, cash buyer, real estate, and I started uh, doing a more refined search just to find the people. And then, uh, as you alluded to, there's three steps to social selling. That's uh, finding, engaging, and then, well, I'm sorry, uh, finding, connecting, and then engaging. So I was able to offer these investors that I found on LinkedIn the opportunity to buy bargain properties from me here in South Florida. So I've become uh, known for a niche, uh, and I'm called an investor's realtor, if you will. Wow, that is very promising because it looks to me, on the outside, I've been on LinkedIn for years, but I, I, I get tremendous traffic, but I also get tremendous spam. Uh-huh. But and I, I most of my guests come from contacts that have reached out to me on LinkedIn. So I must be doing something right amongst all yeah. the things I'm doing wrong. But <laughs> I, you know, 
it's interesting that people can actually sell on LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. That's what amazes me. So it's in the search. So what you're saying essentially is in that search bar, put what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. I intellectually use some common sense and put words in there that are commonly associated with what you're looking for. And what happens then? Well, I would suggest that uh, people think about who their client is. Uh, you know, a lot of people are unsuccessful on LinkedIn because they haven't really defined their target market or they don't have a picture of their ideal client. So you, your, your profile needs to address uh, either a concern that, that the searcher has or they're looking for a service. So uh, a mind shift has to change uh, among most professionals on LinkedIn because they're talking more about what they do or what they did. Uh, the, the correct approach to use LinkedIn is to talk more about your benefits and what you offer that client so that you can then get them interested in learning more about you. That's the but what answer. if you do many things? For example, I do a lot of things. And one mm -hmm. of the things I do is, besides the radio shows where I focus on people who are successful like you and have something uh -huh. of real value to offer the public, Right. But on a personal level, what I do is speak to groups and foundations about uh -huh. disability advocacy and uh -huh. inclusion and the right for freedom and uh, self-expression and leveling the playing field so people who are trained, who may be challenged on one level uh -huh. or another, but are, are, are totally trained, get the same level playing field as quote unquote an able-bodied person would in the employment arena so that everybody knows what's available, what the government will do for people who add mm -hmm. to their employee list people with disabilities and where to find the trained people that you're looking for and get rid of negative social stigmas. Awesome but how would I do both? See, that's always a confusion to me. How do you do both? Will people look and say, well, she's a talk show host. Uh, I'm going to forget about the fact that she's an advocate. No, I, I think you can wear many hats. Um, I do. Uh, you know, I, I advocate for my real estate uh, business on the one hand, and I'm also a coach. So I have those things encompassed in my headline. But, but you can go into detail about those different things that you do in your summary. Uh, the summary is, has uh, the ability to hold 2,000 characters, so you can be very creative there, and you can, you know, define what your different services are in that space alone, and then support that with the, the kinds of experience that you've had, the kind of volunteer work you've done, the different organizations that you belong to, and that sort of thing. Okay, that sounds really promising. It's interesting. I want to talk to you about the coaching. You brought it up. I, I was going to ask you a lot of other things before, but just so that we get to it right away, sure. just tell the listeners who are feeling frustrated, who are feeling, gee, I'm not getting the kind of response I want. How do they get in touch with you? Well, you can call me on my phone. Uh, and my LinkedIn profile carries my phone number right in my headline. So I'm open for business. Uh, it's 561-716-4359. Or you can send me a message on LinkedIn. Uh, those are the best ways to reach me. I do have an email, and it's uh, your, Y-O-U-R, link, L-I-N-K, coach, C-O-A-C-H, at gmail.com. Okay, and you see, you do one-on-one -on -one and you do groups and seminars, correct? Yeah, I love to have interactive uh, seminars, but I also work with individuals. And, um, you know, my passion and interest is in helping others be successful and have more opportunities, just like I've found on LinkedIn. Wow. I, I have to tell you, it's something I've noticed, and it bothers me. I've noticed that some very successful corporate leaders have the worst profiles ever. <laughs> and I, I, 
I have to tell you, my own daughter, who is, um, she probably won't listen to this, so she's a uh, VP of sales for a high-end fragrance company, very big uh-huh. position, and very high-end designer fragrances. And I went to yep. her LinkedIn profile, and I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> she said, I know, I know, I know. I have to get uh-huh. there. But it right. seems to me that some of these people don't really see the value in it because they're employed in corporate mm-hmm. America. So they don't exert themselves. And mm-hmm. I think that's a mistake because when they have a change of personnel or they're looking for somebody, they could find people that they okay. never knew existed that would be potentially great candidates. Have you found that true also? Uh, well, you know, it's, it's, it's being talked about more and more. Um, I'm finding uh, more and more people are questioning uh, now that, that uh, you know, looking for a way to you know, develop a, a bigger profile on LinkedIn is because it's, uh, it's growing so fast. It can't be ignored anymore. And even though it's had this tremendous growth, 350 million members worldwide now, 100 million in the U.S., uh, it's still only one-tenth of its intended size. It hopes long-term to reach over 3 billion people. So now's the time to start taking it seriously, and uh, a lot of people you know, want to develop the network first, but uh, I say concentrate on your profile because once you have that network, they're going to go back to your profile Either they're going to be impressed and want to engage or not. Most of these people that are joining, and you know more about this than I, but most Mm -hmm. of them have been very active on other social networks such as Facebook, and they've been doing that stuff with posting cats and dogs and family pictures. And (laughs) I, I mean, it's just unbelievable. I go to my uh, timeline and I go, who has the time to do all of this? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh. But obviously, LinkedIn is not for kids. And no. it's not for, I guess, people who are only interested in sharing friends, family, and pets with friends, family, and, uh, you know, associates. So they get to LinkedIn, and I think they have no clue. They say, well, that's not very effective. Right. (laughs) Well, well, I think think the beginner fails to uh, understand how LinkedIn has has evolved. I mean, in the early days, it was primarily a job search site. And uh, over the last, especially two years, LinkedIn has become a lot more visually oriented, and um, they, their, their growth is, you know, just is something that can't be ignored. So you want to be on there, but come to the old mentality that it's only for job seekers. But um, it's now become, you know, a, a major networking and uh, a social selling a platform. And uh, once once that is understood, then the mindset can change. But uh, I still find probably 90% of the professionals that are on LinkedIn are still talking more about their position and their title as opposed to what they can offer. That's a, that's a major flaw. I just got a real sense of guilt. Oh, no. Oh. I have to go back and look at my LinkedIn. I, I, it, it, it's been on my list. Since the uh-huh. beginning of the year, your LinkedIn profile needs an overhaul. And I, I can have, help you with that. <laughs> uh, I know you can. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And uh-huh. uh, you're somebody I would definitely go to for help to make myself look even more professional than I do at this particular moment. Tell me what, how important are introductions? Yeah, I think it's a very uh, ignored uh, benefit that that's offered by uh, by LinkedIn. But well, LinkedIn has a policy where it doesn't encourage you to uh, connect with people you don't know. So they're in connecting just uh, willy-nilly. Uh, so an introduction of somebody that you know to somebody that they know but you don't know is a very interesting step to take. It, it, 
creates a warm lead as opposed to a cold call uh, sort of feel. So uh, introductions is underutilized, but um, I just uh, had an in, uh, sent an introduction uh, message uh, this week you know, to somebody that I wanted to meet that was a um, former trainer with LinkedIn. So uh, it can be very, very helpful. I get dozens of invitations to connect. Mm-hmm. And I think they're coming from what is commonly known alliance. What is mm-hmm. that? Oh, alliance. Uh, yes, alliance stands for a LinkedIn Open Networker. And these are people, because of the policy that I just stated about LinkedIn's uh, reluctance to have you connect with people that you don't know, uh, lions say, okay, well, you can connect with me, and I won't report back to LinkedIn that I don't know you or you're not a friend of mine. So I'm opening up my network to everybody to join it without any sort of risk of being uh, put into LinkedIn jail, if you will, because LinkedIn will restrict you if they find that you're just connecting with uh, people randomly with, without knowing them. That's, that's well, there was this yeah, – I'm sorry, Gary, but there was this push a while back that yeah. people would send you these emails. I, I, I guess they would they would find you somehow uh-huh. on Google or wherever, and they would send you, well, I have 35,000 connections, which I think is a limit. And, and if you didn't know, you would think this is a very high-power person. But in reality, if you do some digging, you can find that they have people from every crack and corner of the world in their network that are totally unrelated to the business that they're in. And they're just building connections. I fail to see the value in that. I think we should be connecting with people that can add value to what we're doing, either by sharing of information, possibly being business prospects, or are offering a service that you're interested in in some way. I don't mm-hmm. understand this crazy. I accept everybody. I don't want everybody. Well, it just depends on, you know, what your goals are. Uh, my goal is to have a pretty wide net because I can help virtually anybody with their, their profile. So, you know, my purpose is a little bit different than yours. Uh, but you can control, you know, who you let in. Uh, you don't have to accept anybody. You can ignore them. Um, and uh, nobody's feelings are hurt. It's, uh, you're, you're, you're in control of how you want your profile to be developed. You said something a few minutes ago that LinkedIn jail or mm-hmm. being punished or banned or barred or whatever you want to call it for right. connecting with people you don't know. Mm-hmm. What's interesting to me is I keep getting on average of 20, it's generated from LinkedIn. 20 mm-hmm. people you may know right? and an invitation connects. And I've always steered away from it because I've, I've feared exactly what you just described, LinkedIn jail punishment, right. uh, being, uh, I forget there's a word they use it, that when they put you in some kind of a containment where you can't use it for X period of time and so yeah. forth. But why am I getting that? Are they doing a 360-degree turn? Uh, well, LinkedIn, you know, its purpose is to connect professionals. So it's simply on the basis of the information that you've shared with it already, they're going to suggest people that they know. Okay, but you're not supposed to click on them if you don't know them. Uh, correct. Yeah. If you don't know them, you're not supposed to connect with them. You should connect with them either through LinkedIn's private email, which is called InMail, and that's available through a premium service or to get an introduction um, or to talk to them within a group. Now, that's, a, that's another way of uh, meeting like-minded professionals. Okay. I, I have a lot to ask you. You just mentioned premium, but we're going to take a very short break and we'll be right back. <laughs> 
Is your business not growing because you're underfunded? Could you use some money for your business? If the answer is yes, I'm a representative for a company that has 4,000 lenders in its database. The process is so simple. You fill out a 15-question survey. There are no fees for this process, and there are no credit reports pulled. When your request is submitted, it goes to lenders for the exact type of loan you're looking for. They will contact you directly, and if you like what they have to say, you can proceed with their loan application. It's just that simple. Contact Myra at MyraGoldick.com, and I'll get you started. Remember to put money in the subject line. Once again, Myra at MyraGoldick.com. Hi again, this is Never Say Impossible Radio, and we are talking to Gary Kissel, LinkedIn coach, uh, real estate uh, mogul, and a very successful man who can teach you to be successful on LinkedIn. You, uh, just before the break, you mentioned the premium service. What's the value of premium? Well, there's uh, lots of values depending on, again, what your intention and what your goals are to use the LinkedIn platform. Um, I've, I've uh, been a member recently of uh, a premium service that LinkedIn rolled out just within the last six months called Sales Navigator. And so it's a, a way for me to reach out. There's many fe- features that you can, could consider to be a value, you know, depending on what your purpose is for using LinkedIn. Uh, for example, if you have 20 people that want to join your network in a given day, under the basic program, you can only see those five people that have viewed your profile. If you have a premium service, you can see everybody that's viewed your profile for the last 90 days. So if you have somebody that's viewed your profile, they looked at it for a reason, and that could be considered a, a warm lead. Um, if they joined, then, then that's great. If they didn't join, then, then maybe that's a reason to reach out and try to connect with them. Um, you know, there's other features like uh, premium members have an ability to actually chat with a LinkedIn person if they have a problem. Uh, that's not available on, on the basic program. And uh, if there's an advanced search feature, so a premium member gets more criteria to determine who they're trying to reach in a search. Uh, so there's premium services for job hunters, for salespeople, and others. Uh, it's it's there's a lot of options available and and many be- benefits associated with each. They send me invitations all the time to try it free for 30 days. How much does it cost? And are there several levels of premium? Yeah, there's. Uh primarily four different levels of premium, and they range from $30 a month to, well, there's a recruiter uh, premium, for example, that's about $800 a month. <laughs> so oh, the range is, is very wide, and you should know that the uh, number one source of revenue for LinkedIn is recruiters. They're using it to find those quality candidates for positions that they want to fill. Well, I would think that that is, fantastic for people like that because mm-hmm. that's, uh, my gosh, if you can get someone placed, especially a high-end executive, the exactly. commission, oh, wow, how fantastic. But it seems very expensive for the average small business. Well, let me say this. You know, for most of the five years that I've built a significant network on LinkedIn, I've used the basic. Uh, the basic membership is different than what it was five years ago, but it's still very robust. And I recommend that the beginners start with the basic and, uh, you know, get a feel for uh, for LinkedIn and then start to look at uh, additional benefits uh, that LinkedIn offers that they may want to take advantage of. And then they can make a determination about, whether the money they spend for a premium is is really return on that investment. Well, if you if you focus 
on LinkedIn. This is a very interesting concept. It seems that many people who are new to social network marketing mm-hmm. try to do everything. They join yes. everything from Twitter to Facebook to Pinterest to Yelp to About Me to Ev, Google Plus and everything, which quite honestly is unbelievably overwhelming. You, it is not conceivable to run a business and do all of them. I mean, because there are things that you have to do within your own business. For example, you. You've got to answer people who are interested in buying a property by the ocean or buying a property in downtown Boca or West Palm Beach or wherever. You've got to have that ability to spend time to answer these people and suggest properties. And I don't know your business. I've never been in real estate, but... It seems that if you spend all your time developing contacts but don't develop relationships, you still will lose. You know, you'll have all these contacts but no relationships. Uh Well, you hit the nail on the head, um, Mary. The goal of any of these social platforms should be just that, to build relationships. So... Oh, those uh, the investors that uh, bought from me and are still buying from me, those are relationships that have been developed over time. And we don't communicate any any longer on LinkedIn. We have each other's email or phone number. So we do business outside of those platforms. Um, but you're right. Uh, many people think they've got to master them all. I'm uh, I'm a rare bird. I just specialize on LinkedIn because it's worked for me. Place where my uh, clients are hanging out, and uh, it, you know it's it's so robust and growing so quickly that I find nothing but uh, unlimited opportunity there. Yeah, I, you know I've had a lot of thought about the time that I spend on other platforms, mm-hmm. and uh, there are certain platforms that are absolutely time sucks. And uh, Facebook is one because I found, particularly as a disability advocate, if you think of the world of the person with a challenge, they're either people in midlife that have gone through a transition because they have been ill or had uh, an accident and they're recovering or there are people that have been unable to get employment within the employment arena and therefore are trying to develop relationships on Facebook and they spend an awful lot of time with chit-chat. Yes. Or they're seniors who have... uh, have age-related disabilities mm-hmm. and they've given up the possibility of working and they have become resigned to their life and their whole world mm-hmm. centers around their relationships that they build, which is wonderful and it's a beautiful thing when you look at it because sure. these people are limited in their ability to interact with society in general just by the fact that they have issues. So I think that's fantastic. As a disability advocate, I am very active on Uh on Facebook. However, or on a professional level, I find that LinkedIn is where I belong. The issue I have with LinkedIn is understanding groups. Every group has a different issue. Now, I don't really sell anything. I mean, yes, I have books. If someone is interested, I have books. Yes, I do coach. And yes, I am available to be hired for speaking. 
But mm-hmm. if I have an interview with someone like you who is talking to the public about the, the basics of LinkedIn that mm-hmm. can tell you what's the worst thing you can do on LinkedIn, and you already said that, is connect to people <laughs> that you don't know <laughs> indiscriminately and get yourself banned or have people complain to LinkedIn management that you are, yeah. you know, harassing them. Uh-huh. So these that's one of the worst things you can do. Yes. And I think this is something people have to understand. You can't suddenly be an MLMer and send no. everybody that you come across on LinkedIn your advertisement to connect with you because you're selling such and such MLM. So the groups, how do you work a group to your advantage? Well, uh, again, it's dependent on what your goals are. So uh, let's let's say that um, I was looking for investors. So I would join some groups that related to the topic. And there may be specific uh, geographic areas that would be of interest. For example, uh, I found that uh, much of my target market is Canadians and people that live in the Northeast. So I could do a search on LinkedIn and find groups that uh, was was a very active group. I'd want to see one where there's a lot of chatter going on, um, and it was a primarily a Canadian-based uh, group. And I could join that group, and then I could start meeting people within that group. Um, the other thing that that people should realize is a no-no on LinkedIn is spamming people. So in addition to connecting with people you don't know, you don't want to be selling all the time. In fact, you want to be more conversive most of the time, and you want to be sharing other people's content. That way you create value in what, in what your activities are, and then people will start to you know, trust you. So that's, a, that's one example of how I would use groups. But you can join as many as 50. It's hard to manage that many, but uh, again, my range... My audience on the groups that I, I'm in exceeds 5 million people. So you look for groups with members of 5 million people? My total, oh. the total membership of all the groups that I'm in is over 5 million. Oh, I, I understand that. But you look at how successful a group is before you join. I do. I do. Uh-huh. And what, where do you begin? How many members should they have? Uh, again, it's dependent on on, on what uh, your goals are. Um, a group of 100 could be very beneficial to you if it's you know very targeted group to to your goals. I tend to a bigger funnel, if you will. So I tend to join groups that are 20,000, 50,000. There's a couple of groups uh, that I'm in that are over 900,000 members, um, and so the audience that you can reach through the group is extraordinary. I belong to the limit. I think the limit is 50 groups. And when I find a group is not of interest to me, I leave the group and replace it with another group. And I always seem to gravitate to the self-help groups and the people that have extreme positive attitudes on life. Right. But some groups have the most ridiculous conversations that (laughs) you'll get get something like a person who just wants to get people to respond. They'll ask a question such as, how do you describe yourself in one word? And you, you look and you'll see 350 answers. And as you scroll, and you're you're scrolling, and you're going, this never ends. Oh my goodness, people are putting one word in there, and repetitively. And I fail to see the effectiveness of that, because one, you're not really learning about anybody, because the conversation yeah. is empty. To me, it is because you find the best word to describe yourself. It may not even be true. 
Sure. Um, who is this person? So are you going to go and click on 350 profiles to find out who that person is, that uh, person is that put in the question uh, integrity? You know, oh, that, that describes you. Probably not. <laughs> not. Now, no. I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about the value of groups. I totally agree. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, uh, yeah, there. It's. It's. I mean, the, the choices of groups is so enormous. It's. It's kind of overwhelming to even think about the fact that there's two million plus groups and so many new ones being formed each week. But within a group, uh, you can begin to talk and have that conversation with somebody that you maybe don't know, and and that's that's the only only place that you can do that. You don't have to be connected to them. You can start a conversation. So that's a very valuable starting point um, that's offered within within the group, and it's you know worth worthwhile to sort out the uh, the noise, if you will, to find those individuals that you you do have a, a similarity with, or a shared interest, or common common background, and then develop that into you know a valued contact or relationship. Here's what I consider a very important question. Do you think that the majority of people on LinkedIn and the millions that are joining all the time are there for marketing reasons? Um, yes, I think there's there's many. Uh, there's many job seekers on there. There's, uh, like, like I mentioned earlier, many recruiters that are on there. So there's different functions, you know, that are operating there with different uh, intent. But a uh, uh, marketing uh, element is is definitely part of why I'm on there um, because I found clients there. I share uh, valuable content through blogs, and uh, you know want to stay in touch with uh, those people that are that are in my uh, network uh, currently, and that's uh, that's a very effective way to do it without selling. Okay, what do we do about the huge amount of spam? I get a lot, and I don't know why. And I have my suspicion. If I were to go to my LinkedIn profile, right, just I put LinkedIn and my social media into mailboxes. So it all goes in there. And I'm looking right now. I had just gone through it. Let me use the appropriate word. Uh, just before we got on our and it was down to three or four that I really felt that I wanted to spend time on answering and getting back to. In the course of our conversation, there are 27 more. Mm -hmm. And this goes on all day. If If I'm away from my desk all day, there are literally several hundred at the Mm -hmm. end of the day. And I have to go through every one because of what I do, because some of them are from very, very interesting people that I need to know. What do we do about that? Well, you might start by reading my latest blog article called "Very uh, LinkedIn Email?" Question <laughs> mark. In that in that blog, I. Uh, I direct you to the settings tab on your profile and show you some of the filters that you can utilize to eliminate uh, unnecessary or unwanted email. So uh, that may be a place place to start. Also, uh, you don't have to be shy about reporting people that are spamming you regularly uh, to LinkedIn. Um, make them aware that they're doing, if they're doing it to you, they're probably doing it to somebody else. Well, on my LinkedIn profile, I have my email. So they send me messages right to my email. Forget LinkedIn. They go Mm. right to my inbox. And it will be, Myra, did you get my last message? And Mm. you click on it, you open it up, and it's somebody selling software of some kind or a tool or my webinar, or this, that, or the other, and of course, it's all sales. All of it is yeah. sales, and there's uh-huh. nothing wrong with sales. 
if that's what right. you're looking for. But right. I didn't invite them into my world. And I've often thought, should I take my email off my profile mm-hmm. page? What do you think? Um, well, you might create a separate email for those people you value, uh, but I would consider blocking some of those people either through my email service or through my the LinkedIn profile so that uh, the message is sent to them that, that their information is not wanted. Okay, that sounds like a great idea. Gary, tell everybody again how they get in touch with you. Uh, I'm going to take a very, very short break, and when we come back, we'll be at the top of the hour, and I want you to give your information, and I also want you to give words of encouragement to uh, newbies on LinkedIn. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Let me ask you something. Do you feel happy? So many of us walk around with a feeling of emptiness and a lack of fulfillment. We go through the motions, but we we always feel that there's something missing that could take us to a higher level of joy. Actually, it's quite sad. Because happiness is a birthright. Everyone can choose to be happy. I didn't know that for many years. And I had to learn to make happiness my choice. And believe me, if I could do it with the circumstances that I had to face in my life, I know that anyone can do it. I'm so excited to tell you that my book, Dancing on Your Disabilities is now available in audible format. It's available at Amazon in ebook, paperback, and now on audible book so that you can listen on your Bluetooth device. It's available in iTunes. I poured my heart and soul into this book. Because I want to help other people who feel as though life has forgotten them the way I felt for many years. I want them to know that happiness is their choice. And I can help them go from sadness to joy. Visit me at Amazon or check out my website, Myra Goldick. Dot com or visit me at Amazon. Just put Myra Goldick in the search bar. Remember to check it out on iTunes also. Here we are again with Gary Kissel, coach and expert on LinkedIn and how to get the most out of it. And he's built a very successful business on it. That's a very encouraging thing. And we're very close to the top of the hour, and the interview has been very valuable because I've learned a lot, mm-hmm. and I certainly make my mistakes on LinkedIn, uh, possibly by not filtering enough and not taking mm-hmm. the time to get rid of people who invade my privacy and drain my time because just opening an email and discovering that it's something that you do not want, that you are not interested in, add that times how many times you do it a day and yes. you are losing time. So, it, yeah, don't take it lightly as Gary suggested. Take action. So tell everybody how they can get in touch with you so they can make themselves look spectacular on LinkedIn. <laughs> okay, well, uh, first of all, you can call me directly, 561 Repeat that. Uh, Gary, repeat that because your transmission is not that clear. 561-716-4359. My direct cell phone. Happy to help anyone. Uh, also, you can reach me via email at your link coach. Y O U R L I N K C O A C H at Gmail. 
And um, in terms of encouraging new new people, uh, well, just consider that LinkedIn is a marathon, not a sprint. It takes time to build quality relationships, just as it does when you're meeting people in person. So you want to start with conversations and with the intent that uh, you're you're finding people that have similar likes and interests that you share. So it, there is a filtering process. Uh, it does take time, but uh, uh, it, uh, it's, it, I can tell you that it's uh, worth it. I know of no other platform that offers the opportunities that LinkedIn does. As I mentioned earlier, it's only one-tenth of its intended size. And it already reaches over 100 million professionals just here in the U.S. So if LinkedIn were a country, it would be the third largest behind China and India. So it's an enormously <laughs> powerful platform, and uh, you're, uh, you're uh, guaranteeing that uh, your investments are and produce beyond your expectations. Well, it's been a very valuable hour spent with you today, Gary, and I want to thank you for sharing your time with us. And by the way, now that we are at the end of the hour, I want to tell you, don't go anywhere because I want to ask you something afterwards. And my message to my listeners out there in cyberspace, Until next week, never say impossible. You've been listening to Never Say Impossible, a show created to inspire, motivate, and inform the public with unique guests and content. NSI is a powerful way to connect with millions of people all over the world. Visit NSI at Myra's website, www.myragoldick.com Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.